0: What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 230. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe has reconvened. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there is absolutely no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith?
1: I am good, and it's great to be here with the family once again.
0: And When I want to talk local TV news, there is no expert I trust more than my favorite director. My favorite brother, in fact. Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark?
2: What's up, fam? What's up, world?
0: And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, there is no expert more, more, more value, more knowledgeable than the man they call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. The world calls him Derek Powell. I simply call him my cousin. What's going on, DP?
3: Everything is good. Always good to be in the cypher with the cats. How you guys doing?
0: We are well, we are well. In fact, in fact, I will, I will say this. I watched 60 Minutes last night, and there was an, a feature about the Webb Telescope, which is a space-based telescope, which, you know, I was today's years old when I learned this yesterday. For the longest time, we've always known, you know, Carl Sagan talked about billions and billions of stars. And we just assumed that the night sky was filled with billions of stars. And around those billions of stars, there were uh, planets, just like, you know, our solar system. But the Webb Telescope is now showing us that not only are there far more stars than we thought, the galaxy is far bigger. Well, not even the galaxy, the universe is far bigger than we thought. Uh, What we thought were stars that we could see in the night sky Apparently are not stars at all But in some cases These are galaxies That themselves have Billions of stars So you have billions of galaxies With trillions of stars And I don't know what the number is Above trillions Gazillions of planets uh, Orbiting those stars And for someone On this podcast On this show well, one of us I said one of us to believe that with that much possibility with that much possibility that the probability of there only being life on this planet is a certainty uh, it, it, it just boggles the mind
1: it does Anthony because I, I watched the show as you did last night on 60 Minutes and you know we look to the sky and we think there's They are just stars, but they're not stars. They're galaxies. And uh, it stretches as far as our eyes can see. But as you said, with the telescope, which is made out of, check this out, out of gold, gold reflection that is able to... I got the lady said some type of visual line where it's able to see Infra-
0: yeah it it it, it measures Infra- infrared light uh, through right. the gold gold there's 13 gold mirrors 13 hexagonal gold mirrors that measures the infrared light and that infrared light is interpreted uh, to to generate color which shows on a on a on a, on, a, on a I guess in a in a picture frame the various what we thought were stars what we're now learning these little pinpricks are, are galaxies
1: Yeah. So Derek, you know, uh, be careful when you sleep at night and you look up to the sky and you thinking twinkle, twinkle, little star. Mm -hmm. Nah, that's a galaxy. And it might be hovering over your beautiful house out there in Westchester.
3: Well, you know, um, big broad, you know, I want to thank you, uh, you know, for being concerned, uh, with my well-being. It's always good to know that you're loved by your loved ones. And, uh, secondly, you know, um, Supervisor, supervision. Uh, you saying that there's there's one guy and uh he he don't believe. And what is amazing, the guy you're getting to co-sign this guy, you know, this 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 galaxy and all this far, far, far away. Wasn't this the guy in a make believe relationship that you thought he was in a relationship, then you found out that he never said anything to the girl? <laughs> so we're gonna believe this guy over me? You gonna believe know, him over I- me? This is a guy <laughs> who had you believe that he was dated Juanita, and then once we broke it down, you're like, "Oh, you, y'all didn't date you? She didn't know you that you liked her." So now we want to go with him because he watched five minutes of sixty minutes. Really? This is what we doing now? Watch the whole doing?
1: sixty minutes. This
3: is what we doing? This
0: is what we doing now? Come oh, on, God, man. First yeah, of all, he, he, he's not co-signing. Listen, I can't, I can't. I cannot defend Juanita. I can't do it. Exactly, but, you can't. But, I, but I'm go. not defending Juanita. I'm not defending Juanita. I'm defending the scientists that brought this to our attention. The scientists that were featured in this this 60 minute segment. The scientist is who I'm backing up. Who the people this, I'm I'm throwing my my lot in with. Well, I love my I mean, cousin, but I mean, you know, I can't. know I, if we talk about Juanita and we talk about imaginary girlfriends, I got to back up. Exactly. So now we're talking about imaginary galaxies. No, that's not what I'm this is not imaginary. This is this is documented. That's the difference. I There's think you would,
3: I think you would have sold me if you would have deferred to your little bruh. And then I would have said, of course, you know, the favoritism, they're never gonna go against each other, you know. That's how they get down. So that would have been my response there. But to lead with my big brother, who you know, you blew you he blew your mind. when you was like, what what do you mean she didn't know no she didn't know they was dating and now he co-signing it because he watched the show nah i think it's too much a coincidence with weed being legalized everybody's smoking you got the uh what they call them the edibles and they putting them in chocolate chip cookies keep you got chocolate chips around there for them kids <laughs>
1: no then, we don't we have birthday cake we don't have chocolate chip all
3: right well you well they putting it in they put it in brownies baby <laughs> you need to check <laughs> so you doing that along with your tea this morning only god knows where your mind at and you know you you want to know why you just you know so light-headed because you got that dang in the brownies that's why you're light-headed man you didn't know what you was watching come on over here where you belong let him and his brother stay together. He come home for cho. And, you know, Mark's a little shorty at the time. He don't know no better. He just excited to see his big brother. And next thing <laughs> you know, yeah! Yeah, big too. All, yeah, all I've always
2: said about that is that he's told that story from a long time ago. It wasn't a made-up story. And I've also always said many times this podcast, I've always believed there's no way in the world that we're the only accident in this vast universe that this is the only planet that has what we deem as life that looks, you know, similar to us it's, it's to me it's, it's a miracle impossibility that we're the only ones that are humanoid
0: yeah just or, given the numbers given the, num- the the numeric the 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 the, num- the numbers given the numbers and if you know anything about probability and, and 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 likelihood just given the numbers this the odds of it being the only place a damn near impossible. It it is far less likely that this is the only place than not. And I I will not sit here and have you assault the character of my cousin, your brother, and my brother for that matter, for your nonsense.
3: All I'm saying is, Mark, Mark, let me ask you this, have you seen anything or you just got the stories? Have you seen anything? No, no, I have seen
2: it, but like I said, it's, it's impossible. There's no way in the world I can no. believe that it's, it's impossible that we're the only ones that have to no. life. No. It's, it's sort of like, if as much as we know about the ocean, there's so many more species in the ocean that we have never seen before. And that's just the ocean. So you, you take mm-hmm. it and you expand it to the universe. There's no way in the world we're the only ones that are humanoid in this vast thing we call space slash universe. Okay, so that's you are the
0: ocean? As the ocean is concerned, we know more about space than we know about the 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 depths of our ocean. We know more about space than we know about what's on in, in the uh the, the interior of our planet. Mm-hmm. So Mark, you and
3: I are the only ones who haven't seen anything because your brother saw something, my brother saw something, but right now the two younger brothers, we haven't seen anything. I haven't seen you-
2: anything that I, that I can right. definitively say has been there a you UFO. Go.
3: Well, V.C., these two have saw something definitively, and thank you for your college word definitively uh, that oh you saw. God, <laughs> you, <laughs> I mean, college, about. you know, he using his fancy words, you know, to try to you know be proper today. If we didn't see it, you know, I was just happy with a, a a no. I didn't have you had to take me around the world with it, you know. Just no, you know, you can't persuade me. I just I'm just trying to well, get you Dirk, to see things my way. If we uh, didn't see it, it didn't happen. You know what, Dirk? I have a reason why you didn't see anything. Why did I see it? Because I remember
1: growing up, you know, you were uh, at uh, some spots and places with things were going on, and you didn't have time to look to the sky. You know, you was just doing some things I out
3: really there. I really don't like where this is going. <laughs> I mean, you need to really tread lightly. You really <laughs> need to tread lightly. So he okay, didn't have time to look
1: at the skies, y'all.
3: Nah, I don't like the way this is going. I, I'm Somebody feeling Somebody was looking up. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, i I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I share a little bit with you guys. This is how y'all do me. This is crazy.
1: Man. Thank you, well, thanks least, for the love, least we we You love. wasn't looking up at the sky. Nah, I wasn't looking
3: up. Uh, uh-uh, Somebody me. was. <laughs> oh god. Well, I, I got to see it again. I got to watch the show myself. Then okay. Mm-mm. I mean,
0: listen. I mean, it, it, this is. I mean, this is just science. I mean, I'm, I'm kicking. We're kicking the ballistics. We're not. We're not. we not hypothesizing. We're telling you what what's out there. What's real. Mm-hmm. And to Mark's point, to Keith's point, to my own point, if if the numbers suggest that it is, an, there are infinite possibilities, then the probability of this being the only place is so so small. Given the 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 magnitude of the numbers the other way that it's not reasonable to to believe that this is the only place that there's life. Mm Hmm. I ain't
3: (laughs) so, but long as y'all good with what you're smoking and how you feel about outer space, more power. Arguing with a
0: drunk, it really is like arguing with a drunk.
3: Until I I see it, it ain't so. That's all I'm saying. Show me. Maybe saw it. Show me the money. Show the navy, me the. The navy saw it. The navy showed you the video. The navy saw it. Like I said, I got to go back to the videotape, man. I, maybe they had something on their lens. I don't know, man. Yeah. You know. Oh boy. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Somebody passed <laughs> me a, a joint or something. Let me get my mind like yours and get it right. You know. Maybe you be I see.
0: High? The, the, the navy pilots weren't high. They didn't want to say nothing because they thought they 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 would they knew they'd be dealing with people like you. That's why they didn't say nothing at first. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm to t- I, my commanding officer is like this guy Derek Powell. He ain't, go- <laughs> ain't saying a word. He's not saying a word. I'm not ruining my career oh. for this. One. Nope, not gonna happen. <laughs> Speaking of things in the air, uh, I went to the movies this past week and I saw the movie Air uh, about um, mm. pretty much uh, 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 Sonny Baccaro and 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 uh, Phil Nike and and the creation of of the iconic shoe, the Air Jordan. Uh, and it's funny to think about it. I mean, the Air Jordan came out. We're getting close to almost forty years ago,
4: mm-hmm. eighty-four. Yeah. Years, so
0: it'd be uh, so the anniversary of the shoe. is almost a forty-year-old shoe, mm-hmm. and nobody can tell you that they saw Chuck Taylor play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right? Nobody can right. tell you they saw Chuck Taylor play. Did he play? Shit. Do we did he we play? don't. We, we don't even know yeah. if he played. Right? No, we don't I know mean. who I Chuck Taylor is. I have no is idea. Nope. Did he play? Sure but we 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 all saw jordan play and we all yeah. saw the evolution and the revolution that became the sneaker business and sneaker culture and what they talk about in the movie i found it fascinating and i guess we kind of lived it and that's why i i thought we'd have this conversation cuz you know we're we're of a certain vintage so we certainly all saw it as kids at the time Nike could not get arrested. The only people wearing I wore I had Nikes because I was on the track team in high school. That's mm-hmm. that's where you found your Nikes. Your Nikes were like your 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 running shoe, your track shoe, but they really weren't struggling to get basketball mm-hmm. shoes off the ground. In fact, uh, there's a very famous that iconic poster of the Nike Air Force. Mm-hmm. You know, remember that poster with Charles Barkley and all these yeah. guys dressed in right. the World War II flying gear. Yeah. Yes. Um, but there was also a uh, market. I had the posters in our room. The iconic Converse poster of the weapon, right? right.
2: Uh, weapon. But I forgot. Magic and uh, Bird. Magic and right. Bird. Yeah. Isaiah.
0: Mark Aguirre. Bernard I, King. I got my. Um, I got
2: my pair of weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All
0: these guys wore those. Wore those sneakers. So at, at there was a time when Converse was the shoe. Converse and Adidas were sure. the shoe. For ball players, uh, you th- that was really it was it was it was it was either this or that. Uh, Converse and Adidas had the the lion's share of the market. In fact, Converse, um, in the early eighties, was the shoe of choice. Doctor J had a that signature shoe. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it was docs, yeah, yeah. Docs, so, yeah. So, so you know, again, if you uh, you know, and and on the street the street level streetwear, in the early eighties, uh, your choices were Pumas. Adidas shell top Adidas,
4: mm-hmm. uh, well, and this is as it. we start. Yeah, as
0: we started to move from canvas shoes. I mean, ProKeds was the was the the New York City school uh, a shoe of choice, and I'm sure you know, like uh, you go different places in the country. Jack Purcells and and uh, and Converse shoes, kangaroos, kangaroos. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, in terms of like New York City footwear, it was uh, the, the, the 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 shoe of choice for the B boys was the shell top. Mm-hmm. The uh, uh Puma Puma Clydes, yeah, or, or or uh what, what else? That that was it. That was it. Really? You know what else? That's it. Shit, that's how old that we was are. It. That was it. Mm-hmm. And so Nike uh was this upstart company, they could not buy, they could not get anybody. They tried to get Magic Johnson to wear his shoe. Magic actually talked about how he laments the fact that uh, yep. Phil Knight offered them <laughs> offered him stock in the company. Just yeah, just here, I I got no money, but here take the stock and -hmm. the company about to go public, take the stock, and uh you know, you you will get paid that way. And he was like, Nah, I'm taking this. I think they offered him like you know, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars to wear the commerce. Same thing with Bird and all these guys. And so here comes uh Michael Jordan is about to enter the league in I guess 1984 was his draft, or 84. 84.
2: 84 84 84. 84 Jordan,
0: Bowie Mm -hmm. Jordan, right. So um, Jordan was set on wearing Adidas, you know, cause apparently at, uh, at, at, uh, Carolina, the, the Carolina, uh, you, you had seen Dean Smith, they had a deal with, uh, Converse, but Jordan would wear Adidas when he wasn't in the game. So he could, you know, and as soon as he got out of the game, he put on, put his Adidas back on, you know, apparently according to the movie, you know, he liked the, he liked the jumpsuits. Uh, and again, you know, Run the MC had the song My Everybody's Wearing These Shell Tops, and so he wanted an Adidas deal. And so, Sonny Baccaro, who's you know became very famous for uh not only being the guy that 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 was creating these these high school, straight to high school, he was the, the broker for high school players going to college and everything else. Uh, a bunch of guys, George Ravlin, uh, who was a U.S. Olympic USC. Uh, basketball coach, right? U.S. right. All these guys were were involved in getting Jordan to come over to Nike. And, you know, his mother, Michael Jordan's mom, Dolores mm-hmm. Jordan, was the one that insisted that he get a piece of every shoe sold. Almost like record deals. He gets a piece of every shoe sold. They offered him 250k and a car. And uh she insisted that they gave him that that part of the deal now, which apparently Amounts to about four hundred million dollars a year, in shoe sales mm-hmm. that that Jordan gets passive income four hundred million dollars a year. So, think about that. It has changed the landscape of shoes. You know, all of our kids, all our kids are sneakerheads. You know, they they you know uh, if you sit there and listen to to our sons talk about sneakers, mm-hmm. it's a language we I don't even understand. You know they're talking about well, yeah. You got to get this one here. You got to hang on to that one. Don't wear this one. But they know this. This culture is a function of that one move. Mm-hmm. So I want to take you back to nineteen eighty-four. Talk oh. about what you thought when the first Jordan came out.
1: I was working in um, Herman's Sporting the sh- Store when the uh, Jordans first came out, and at that particular time, only kids were really buying it were like white kids. They were like $65 to $59, for $59 to $65. And they you know, were coming in. And, but they wasn't coming in in droves. You know, they came in, look at the sneakers and stuff, and they bought them. I didn't think nothing of them as just another pair of regular sneakers, you know. And at that time for a Jordan one, like I said, between fifty-nine and sixty five dollars. Now that shoe when they bring it out each time, it's like two hundred something dollars. Just just for that shoe that back then that they paid sixty five or fifty nine dollars for, which is crazy. But <laughs> I did not expect the shoe to blow up like that. The first person I ever seen the wore Jordans was my friend uh, Jackson. He had a pair of Jordans on. He said, "Yeah, look at my girl bought me a pair of Jordans." I was like, "Okay, they're nice, you know, but not the way these kids are." Like we said, you said today, where they stand on lines and days before, spend the night, you know, they got the $200 sneakers on, but they ain't got shit in their pocket. I don't understand mm-hmm. it. But you know, mm-hmm. but that's the realness of this this sneaker game. That's what it's about.
0: What I remember, what I recall, I, I, I there were only 60 cuz I remember them, that was the big deal that they priced them at a point like they were $100.
2: Yeah, I was, was like, I, confirmation of that. When I was my it was my junior year in high school, a uh, guy, remember he came in with the with the, uh, the ugly black and white I think he had the all black, you know, the black and without the white in them. So it was black and, and red. And they were $100. He wasn't a $100 ball player. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> we, we, couldn't believe, we couldn't believe that somebody could spend $100 on a pair of shoes. And he, he had them. He wore them in the game. Uh, my high school team. This guy's now uh, principal at, at that high school. And we were like, holy cow, Blown away that somebody spent $100 on a on pair of shoes. <laughs> Now, I remember because there, there was there was there was a big there was
0: controversy because in Chicago, where you know he was playing, you know guys were sticking each other up for mm-hmm. sneakers. I mean, yeah. you know that that's <laughs> inside baseball and let people know about New York City back in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, they were sticking people up for for sneakers that cost far less than a hundred dollars. They and sure was. came out. When the Jordans came out, guys were getting robbed for their shoes. Yo, take them shoes off. One of them shoes.
2: 1987. 100 bucks.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take you guys back because you mentioned um, Magic jo- Johnson turning down a Nike deal. The first one that's documented was Spencer Haywood.
0: Spencer, Spencer Haywood, Hay-
3: yeah. Right. Spencer Haywood. I'm just, I am just. I had just Googled it. Uh, in 1973, he was given a choice of $100,000 or 10% of Nike stock. And of course, in 73, you don't know the shoe, the shoe game is going to be what it is. So he took the 100 k Fast forward, they're saying that this guy could have made $2.8 billion in stock off of Nike sneakers. Um, in 84, when Jordan comes out, I go to his first game, uh, rookie game, you know, the preseason game at the Garden. And he was wearing the Air Force Ones white with the red. Before the season started, he came out, when the season get ready to start, that's when the the Air Jordans dropped and folks literally lost their mind. As Mark said, initially, when you look at him, they were kind of like, I don't know if I can do that. But then it became a, 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 a fad off the court. When now you're walking around like you're saying and you got on Jordans, it's some of us, you know, it was a status symbol. Instead, it was it was also a status status symbol for the gangsters and stuff like that. And uh, that is the thing. And when you look at the price of where the sneakers have gone now and you hear our kids talk about they what they sell them on eBay or something that they do when they buy them, don't wear them, then they resell them for another two hundred dollars it's like for sneakers it's it's at another level that we could have never imagined and remember Jordan drops in 84 still the most popular sneaker as of today
0: yeah no I, I, that, that's the thing that i think is so so impressive it, it is it is the maj- I, you you walk around and you see a bunch of middle schoolers wearing Jordans you know uh, a lot of them wear are wearing the uh, Jordan 1s now the the reissues of the Jordan 1s and if you asked them who Michael Jordan was <laughs> i would i I, I'd be, I i would bet that 15 dollars that, that you're us um, <laughs> i'm very comfortable saying that at least 50% of those kids could not tell you who Michael Jordan was I, or or why they wear the shoe as a, this, as i said you know to middle start middle
2: school as you game. said I Middle would, schoolers, high schoolers, I would think they do, because yeah, he hasn't gone away. Yeah, because he hasn't like they may not know who they may not know who Doc is because you know he's iconic to us, but Jordan hasn't gone away since he dropped on his since he hit that shot in '82, uh, the freshman year shot at, at Carolina. He oh, hasn't okay. gone away because even though he's not playing, he's played through enough of a video age where they can YouTube it video games and then everybody constantly talks about I me mean, like it's like if it'd be like if if we constantly talked about doc then people would be aware of doc by just looking them up people constantly talk about jordan and therefore they see him like you know with clips and then he won't and then jordan won't let you forget him because in time pete thinks people start to forget him he he comes out with some saying to have people google him again
0: But do you think that's a function of people who are like us, who are basketball fans? I'm talking about just John Q. Casual. I'm just buying them because I think they look cool and everybody else has got a pair.
2: I think they have no... I would bet
0: bet my niece has no idea who the hell he is. Um, Alright, Yeah, I was saying. How was
2: Sage? Yes.
0: Yeah, Wait, well, drop her the name on, 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 on. Did I give her address? Did I give her
2: address? Did I give her last name? Did I tell you, I tell you what town she's in? No. I <laughs> as well go ahead. You know, start at something. Anywho, uh, oh, no, she's,
0: she's a middle schooler, so she's seventh grade, 12 years old in that ballpark. I would love to know if she
2: does know that. I think it's, a lot it's the of parents. Them
1: do. It's the parents uh, that carry on that Jordan name. You know, my, my kids got to have these Jordans on their feet. Okay. It, it's not the kids itself. It's the parents. Because that's what some of them grew up with. And then their parents introduced them to Jordans. Because if you now, can look on the lines now when the kids are buying the new, when the Jordans drop, they're, they're young kids. You know, It's not too many like our age out there because we ain't trying to pay a type of money for some sneakers. But it's like, uh, I say, 17, 15 to maybe 25 or 30 years old buying them.
0: I've owned one pair in my entire life. I've owned zero. I bought a I bought a pair of Jordan Fives, and I remember when I bought it. it uh, I thought then it was like a buck twenty five for that shoe. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, and I couldn't believe I was paying one hundred twenty five dollars for a pair of sneakers. I could, I you know, I bought them and I could not. Even, you know, I mean, but to me, they were, again, they were sneakers. I, I play, I actually, you know, was, you know, play, playing ball on them. I, I, I didn't, I, there was no reverence for the shoe other than the fact that it was, a yeah, I like the shoe and it was cool and I'm getting the shoe. But I didn't have like, oh, let me put this on the shoe on a pedestal. Because again, I grew up in an era where you, you, if you had a basketball shoe, you used it to do what? Play, Play basketball. basketball. <laughs> right. So, so the idea of me like, oh no, these these are, nah, I got to say these for special occasions when I'm going out, it wasn't a thing.
3: Right. Yeah, and I, for I, me, I have, go ahead, Derek, sorry. For me, I bought my first pair last month. I wind up going to the, and, and just luck, going to the outlet, and they don't put those out front with the regular joints. They have them behind <laughs> the counter, real talk. And I asked the dude, I'm like, yeah, what are those? He says, oh, those, these are the um, the Jordan 1s. I said, what they going for? And he says, well, we having this promotional, man. I got them joints for $89. That's the only reason why I bought them. I said, Yo, give, give, give me a size 11 over there. So now my new deal is anytime I go, if I'm going to go to, you know, see what's behind the counter. And it was, it's like luck. You know, somebody, I guess they had, a, uh you know, a, too many of them. And they decided to give them out to some of the outlets. And they sell them for like the discount price. But um I bought a pair for me. And I bought a pair for Nia. And I have to, I I was telling you, Keith, I need to talk to, uh, I guess, Matt. Who, who does the selling of the sneakers and see if I can make me some what's money? Name, what's wrong with y'all today? Oh. man i'm trying to make some money man my uncle's just talking <laughs> man i'm trying to make some money man i gotta call up somebody to see how i can how they because i don't know how they do that online but anyway they both are the original joints you know because of course you know they uh re-release them and they look really really good sorry mm-hmm. about that little bro. but anyway call me you know who i'm talking about <laughs> now my first pair bag.
1: yeah my first pair was the ones and then i got a pair of 11s. And I also have the six rings, but like with Dirk, I'm in the factory. If they got an extra price on them, I'm picking them right. up. That's me, you know. That's me. Yeah, but the the levers I paid like a 100, 125 dollars for. Okay, but the other ones I paid like maybe 69 dollars.
0: Yeah, as I said, I mean, I I, I bought the fives. Uh, I, you know, I'll never forget them. Uh, and out, in fact, I bought. I was in. I was in California when I bought them. Um, and it was like you know I was on vacation. I mean I was I was a uh, working vacation, so you know, it was just you know just a you know something you do. Um, Did you ever stand on a line? No, there was no line. I mean there was no. I mean the, that's the thing. It it was. I went into the store. I said, hey, do you have the? And I gave the guy. I showed the guy the shoes. Get he bought them out. Paid them. There was no line. I walked in. I walked out. I was in the in and out in a couple of minutes.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay.
0: It took me as however long it took me to try them on and say yeah these are fine put them in the box. That's how long it took me. Right. Uh, but like now you know that that same shoe, if they reissue it, yeah the kids would be lined up. You'd be sitting there going right. oh wow you know and try. I, I, again, it's a part of a, of a of a phenomenon and a culture. Yes. That uh, we kind of live through and don't understand. I think what what was interesting about this movie, uh, it's really good. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. Chris Tucker. Who else was in it?
1: Wayne. What's going Wayne? Wayne? The the young one.
0: Oh yeah, uh, Marlon Marlon. Wayne. Viola Davis. Viola Davis. And Mm. I'm missing the 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 the, my guy Uh, um, Ozark. What's his name? Um, uh, Jason Bateman. Uh, And Jason Bateman. And and you know, really, I mean, it's, it's 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 a good film. Okay. Um, and it really does tell it's, it's it does tell a story about it, and it kind of brings you back because they were talking about the music and the and the cultural influence
4: mm. of
0: all of these of of of, of Adidas, and the cultural influence of Converse and how Nike was literally just a was an afterthought of afterthoughts. Sure. Think about this. I think you said you said it, uh, Mark. You're talking about kangaroos. Before there was ponies, yeah, ponies, <laughs> right? Yeah. Ponies, kangaroos. There was all other kinds of brands out there that had nothing to do with Nike. Nike was not your first go-to choice, no, for for a basketball shoe. I mean, I wear Blazers now. They came out in seventy-seven. I'm I'm wearing them now. I got my first pair this year. You know, not like not not when they were out. Right. Um, so so really, in terms of basketball, like Air Force One. Um, probably was I, I owned a pair of Air Force Ones. Yes, uh, like back when I was actually using them to 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 play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it really wasn't the basketball shoe of choice. It wasn't the go to shoe of choice. If you were playing ball, like you said, Mark, you you went, and you got your self a pair of Converse. You got, you know, you had Cons. Right? I, I'm I'm sure we all, I bet I bet we all had Dr. J's. Oh, oh yes, what we chef, did. That's what yes
2: I mean, mm-hmm. we all had, you know, I mean, I had, I I think I
0: bought a pair of weapons. Mm-hmm. I know you had a pair,
2: Mark. Yeah. I, I Actually, I got my pair. Not of not the, uh, whatever, the sneaker stores. I lucked out and got them at uh, at Marshall's. I was yeah. like, oh okay. Damn. I was, you know, going through and, you know, in there with Ma, you know, I had to go because she loves the shops. So I'm walking around. Like, <laughs> you like, am I seeing what I'm seeing? And I, I, I she bought it for me. I was like, holy cow. Yeah. Now,
1: when Nike's, you know, when they when they joined the sneaker game, their sneakers used to be heavy. They wasn't, like, lightweight the way they are yeah, now. Yeah, they were They're heavy like as, the as hell. Sneakers. Light sneakers still back then was uh, Adidas and Converse. Even when I played ball, I prefer to play in Adidas. Um, Nike's was second. Something about Adidas sneakers to me, they were much lighter than um, the Nike sneakers. Like, wait, yeah. when you put them on your feet? I, yeah. I felt it made me jump high, you know, but. It might have been in my mind during like you say, I had a, <laughs> imaginary uh,
3: girlfriend and stuff. But you know, but I thought I did, Doug High. Um, <laughs> for cla- uh, studio audience, for clarification, it wasn't me who said he had the imaginary girlfriend. I want to be real clear with that. The three of us came to that conclusion after his story <laughs> that she was imaginary. Thank you. We got to clear that up. Don't be putting that on me, man. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Not at yes. all. For, for those of us who are still curious as to what we're talking about, uh, uh, a few, well, this is a couple of years back now. We uh, A couple of years ago, uh, Derek wasn't even on the show. I think it was uh, mm-hmm. you, know, me and Mark in the studio. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about uh, Regrets, the one that got away. And Keith mentioned that was the first time we that was the first time I ever heard Juanita and I at first I was moved by I was moved by the story. I was like, wow. I was like, man, you know, I mean, I felt it. I felt I felt this. I said, wow, you know what? I hear you. You know, because he was it was so clear to him and 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 he didn't hesitate. So obviously I was like, man, this is right here in the forefront of his brain. And then uh come to find out. You know, after a few subsequent podcasts, this mind you, this didn't happen like instantly. <laughs> this happened over the course of, of a couple of years that is we it? finally got to the bottom of the st- you know bottom line that we finally found out. Wait a second, Juanita there is, a fire, is just a figment of your imagination, not a figment <laughs> of his imagination. <laughs> let me let me let me be clear. There is a Juanita. Oh, Juanita just. did exist, and Juanita did live in close proximity. Yes, to facts. Clark. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Within within a couple hundred yards of Keith. Next building yes. facts. Next building. Right. Within yeah, you had to walk by her house to get to your facts. house. Facts. Facts. What's not factual. <laughs> what is more actual is that they never had any interaction. <laughs> on are we talking about, ba- about basketball sneakers? Yeah, we are. No, I'm just just, talk, just talking about the fact. Yeah. <laughs> It's all gonna tie in. It's all gonna lace right back up back to, to where we were. So oh, I'm just it. saying that that, you know, yeah, because we're talking about a period of time, and yes. I'm sure during that period of time that probably overlaps uh the sneaker conversation we're having.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now question guys, what sneakers did y'all like to play in that y'all felt comfortable in? Nikes or Adidas or Carl? Blazer for me, man. Blazers for your dirt?
3: Remember, you bought them for me for my senior year. Oh, he was right. working at Macy's, man.
2: Macy's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You said that. I was looking just now, I was looking up uh, 1986, 87. My senior, Anthony, my brother bought me a pair for, for my senior year. I, and it, But they didn't have at least, I don't remember having like a name. So I just had to look up Nike shoe 1986, 87. Going by 30, <laughs> I don't know if they had names to them. But the thing I do remember, he, he bought me a white pair. They had the suede swoosh, and I painted the swoosh. Uh, gold, because my, my school colors are black and gold. So I was able to, went got some paint to paint the uh, swoosh gold. But I don't know what, like, I don't think they had a name. And then another thing I was looking at as I was going through these pictures here, and as far as what shoe I prefer, I just prefer, prefer the high top. But I was looking at these pictures. The thing I, I, I like most about Jordan, as far as his outfit, it wasn't the shoes. You guys remember how he used to wear socks? They were low. They, right. It looked like they were... It, it look like it was, wasn't wearing them. it He was almost like Mike Tyson. Uh, yeah, there was an yeah, the image where he like, they would look kind of like, almost like uh, just above his ankle. It wasn't like, because back then, people still wear from high socks. And he's first one to come out that kind of had almost, not even a mid-cap, like uh, an ankle sock. Ankle sock. I was like, I, yeah. I want those high. Anyway, they look so thick, I wanted a pair of those. That's what I always wanted.
0: Uh, my favorite, I think the, the play in was High Top Air Force One. Um... I'm trying to think if there's another shoe that I played. No, Air Force, yeah, high top Air Force One. I'm trying to think what I, I probably wore a lot of different shoes in college, but I just, I remember like uh, uh, spraining the hell out of my ankle in a pair of high top superstars. um, Mm -hmm. Show tops. I remember that. So that was like a lot. I was like, yo, never again. And then (laughs) Air Force One, because you know you can wrap the little Velcro thing around you. It right. just seemed like it, it seemed more secure. All
4: it did solution, yeah. It's
0: just all it did. It was, it was, it was it just made, it, made me think. Wow, okay, this is better than than rolling my ankle in these uh, these things. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, that that, that that's yeah, that's got to be it. That's got to be the most. most
2: and those are true but, high tops. Then now, what they call? I mean, the high tops now. We had true high tops, actually you went above your ankle, versus these that kind of cut just the three across quarters. your ankle. Yeah, well, also I had the remember- three
1: quarter ones. The three quarter ones I I loved um, by Adidas, and and Converse had the three quarter um, yeah. shoe. They didn't. You had to have the full high top, but the three quarter ones were good.
0: And I yeah, I certainly yeah, you know, I had I had I, I like playing in the docks too. Um, I don't know why. I just, I, I did. Um, but, I, you know, I'll tell you what, you, know, you talk about Michael Jordan, the socks, Mark. Don't forget, he was the first one to wear the big shorts.
2: Yeah. Uh, so changed, though, right? Yeah. Huh? You know why he wore the big shorts?
0: So he could wear his-, his, uh, his uh, Carolina shorts underneath. Carolina, Carolina shorts. shorts underneath, and, but, yeah.
2: And what he deemed as baggy shorts later on became, you know, uh, I guess Everybody cartoonish wears. version of what the Fab Five wore when they, you know, damn near, they are wearing glorified uh, balloon pants but his shorts, were, what he deemed as baggy, was nothing compared to what right. those guys wore, but they were really baggy compared to the tighty-whities that Stockton and Malone wore and Bird <laughs> and Magic. Up,
4: Bird
0: and Magic I and all, all of guys. You, yeah. you talk about, like, yeah, just the look. He changed the look of the game. So, I mean, uh, the the guys who changed the look of the, the, the aesthetic look of the game, not necessarily the playing of the game, but the aesthetic look of the game the guys most responsible for that change for today's game, to me, are Jordan and Iverson. Oh, You know, yeah, guys were not yep, yep. getting their, getting their head done that way. Guys were not wearing the tattoos, uh, and everything else. That that all came from from Iverson, and then the baggy shorts. uh you know, Jordan. You know, brought that, and the fact that all of a sudden everybody's wearing like the ankle socks. Nobody's wearing the, the you know. I mean, we used to we used to relish, you, you used to love having them high tube socks. It's, yeah, with the
2: different <laughs> colors. <laughs> that's that's true. true. Iverson, part nothing like in, in both Iverson and Jordan styles were functional. Like Jordan came out, he wore the baggy shorts because he was, had his Caroline shorts underneath. Iverson with the tattoos, because that's what he that's what he wanted to do. It wasn't like he was doing it because everybody else was doing. It. He was the, sort of the only guy. But another thing that Iverson brought that everybody started wearing for no reason. Remember, Iverson at one point he was wearing a sleeve, an arm sleeve. Now, I'm a Sixer fan, so I'm, I'm an Iverson fan. And actually, that was, Iverson was Preston's favorite, favorite player. I mean, he had Iverson jerseys. That was his guy from Jump Street. But he wore an arm sleeve, and everybody started wearing arm sleeves. But the reason Iverson wore an arm sleeve, he hurt his elbow. So he had – so he'd wear the sleeve to kind of keep his elbow warm. So once again, it was functional. It wasn't like he was doing it for vanity. And then everybody started wearing it for vanity. I mean, Carmelo had the double arm sleeve, and everybody had you know all this stuff. His was like, "Hey, this is a way to keep my elbow warm while I'm on the bench or out there because he had just had surgery on the elbow, and right. his his functional became fashion."
3: Now I know a couple of um, kids in college um, before the tattoos were accepted. Their coaches had them wear, you know, they were on TV to cover up the tattoos. That's before you know, like Iverson really made it. You know, like boom, this is what we're doing. And then now they just take you know you know they they started taking the sleeves off, but that was their reason to cover up the tats. Well, I never knew LeBron
2: On TV in high school, he had to have his tattoo covered up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we they, had, they weren't
3: they, allowed. Yeah, they weren't allowed then. You know, the AI just took it to a whole nother level, man.
0: No, again, I like guess I said the 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 two guys most responsible for the the style, the fashion, the look of the game, the the changing of of the of the look of the game. Keep in mind. You know Jerry West is a logo, but the logo looks nothing like the ball players of today. You know, and so Jordan with the big shorts, long sh- I man, guys are starting to creep the shorts back up now. They're starting to wear the shorts a little shorter, um, back up over the knee because I mean, it got to the point where guys were wearing the shorts almost down to the knee. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. down damn. In, to the ankle, shorts. Damn shorts. Yeah, no, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you know, and and so they're coming back up. Uh, I don't think the tube socks are coming back, but yeah, that's the look. And certainly, everybody, everybody, just about has a tattoo now. So um, Mm -hmm. yeah, those two guys changed
1: changed the look of the game. Their socks aren't coming Um, back. Yeah, they they messed up the tattoo world, you know.
0: Yeah, no, Mm. it's 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 different, you know. Now tattoo, even that, they you know put guys on tattoos. Used to be Mm. something, you know, that the sailors got.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, now, now everybody got one. Everybody got it on their neck, face, everywhere. Just mess up oh. the tattoo game. So uh,
0: yeah, you know, I mean, again, uh, it, 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 it's if you have not seen it, uh, it's certainly worth a look um, to go go check it out. But I, I thought Although it was my so Sabrina. so. <laughs> yeah, it, it's <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know what? Keeping it a buck. Is it the best movie I've ever seen? No. Is it is it good to see? Yes. Can you wait for it to come on TV?
2: Probably screening time. I'll see it in the fall. Actually, in the winter, <laughs> right around Christmas, I'll be is, watching it.
0: Was it supposed to come on Hulu, Anthony? If I'm correct, it may be. It may, you know, yeah, it, it could it very well be. I you, know, I, you know, I, you know, I didn't really have a choice about seeing it.
1: Really? Yeah. It Let's hear like, this story.
0: No, no. You know, listen, I, you know, I, I kind of wanted to see it, but I was like, like Mark, I was prepared to wait. Wait it out. Wait for it to come on, you know, because as I said, uh, to me, it, it is a really, you know where I went. Happy wife, happy life. I'm just trying to tell you. See, oh, I want to oh, 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 see it. Okay, well, I well, want to say see that, thing. man. Don't be, you know, hemming
3: and her beating around the bush, you know, just say, didn't you know, I Bay say, said. I, I, I just said it. No, you, you didn't say, Bay said I got to go. Bay said I got to go. There you go. Now we good. Thank you. All That's right. what we you know, Him and hard, hard Say for the peoples. People want
0: to know.
3: Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Um, Anytime a grown this. man got to do something he don't want to do, people want to know why a grown man got to do something he don't want to
0: do. <laughs> 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 Keith <laughs> and Mark know why a grown man got to do things he, <laughs> he don't want to do. watch Anthony.
3: Okay, we got um, it. We understand. Okay. Sorry.
0: And, and yeah. Hey, well, I mean, I, I'm not the only one, only grown man doing things he don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Clarence Thomas is taking expensive trips and he, according to him, he didn't want to take, you know, he didn't yeah, right. realize that he was making a mistake.
1: He knew who his wife was, Anthony.
0: He, oh, he, he
1: sitting line. He knew who oh. his wife was. She run that show. He just mm-hmm. part of the show. That's it.
0: I, I think I think he liked being a part of that show. For people who are not aware, uh, one of our for our international listeners, uh, one of our Supreme Court justices, Clarence Thomas, Uncle Thomas, um, <laughs> Uncle Ruckus Thomas, is, is in some hot water because he has been accepting uh, really really expensive gifts. Apparently, uh, one of his billionaire patrons has been flying him all over the world. Taking him out on his his half a billion dollar yacht, uh, he's been staying at high end resorts. Apparently, the airfare alone—I think the travel expenses alone for one of those trips was totaled to about five hundred k. And this has been going on for twenty years. Now you're also, all all government workers, all government workers, uh, and that can include that I, 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 you you can vouch for this. Derek you used to work technically technically for local government. You cannot accept a gift yep. over a certain amount of money. You, you got to
3: sign. There's a document that you sign that you will not take gifts over. And I think with the with us, the local government was like twenty five dollars. You you're not taking gratuities. There's like a this. You got to sign, man. So he knew what he was doing. He signed. Right. Yeah. There's exactly. a signature. Yeah. You got to read those documents. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. cannot accept any any no. any gifts uh you know mm-hmm. i mean as i said i mean uh you know, this this is just this this is and i, I broke I, that's that's why that's why i asked you because you're a, a this is very local we're talking about a very local situation mm-hmm. that you were in right. this guy is working for the fed and and the rules are even more stringent you you have to you, first of all not only do you have to sign you have to explain what it is why it is and how you got it? He hey. was taking these trips for twenty years, didn't say nothing about nothing. Anthony, how you say it? didn't nobody what? Don't nobody nobody nobody. Know <laughs> <laughs>
4: exactly.
3: Anthony, and what happens when you work local? So I know he's at a bigger level. Once you sign every year, right after Thanksgiving, you are sent this reminder because it's Christmas time and people want to get gratuities. So right. there is no excuse. You don't have to sign for that one, but you get this memorandum and a reminder letting you know that you are this type of employee. You fall under this category. This is unacceptable. So he's gotten reminders over the 20 years, and that's going That should be popping out soon. So, Anthony, could we
1: say this may have been some bribes
0: in some areas on
1: some votes? Possibly. And that's the, that's, that's the, the
0: implication. That's why Ooh. they tell you. That's why they say can't accept that you're not allowed to accept these gifts the idea is, is of impropriety that you may be mm-hmm. doing uh a uh, uh, tit for tat quid pro quo mm, i'm yes. going to give you this and in exchange i need a little of that yes. which is why even even $25 mm-hmm. like a dinner like they said like they say you're allowed to accept hospitality meaning if i go to your house and you feed me i can accept that mm-hmm. but if you if we're going somewhere to some restaurant and we're having a uh, wagyu beef mm-hmm. at three hundred dollars a steak or some nonsense, mm-hmm. you might want to mention that steak
4: dinner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you might want to bring it up just to make sure. Just mm-hmm. to make sure. I mean, you you put it all out there just to make sure that there's no confusion, right? About what you taking this money for, what you accepting these gifts for. Mm-hmm. This guy was flying private jets. Mm-hmm. He was on a private jet, and if you, and and that's the thing they tell they tell you. I, I did read some of it. For the Fed, they say you know if you you have to reimburse for what the cost of the like you know the, what the commercial cost of that trip would be. So you're you're liable for what the commercial. So let's say for instance you take a private jet from New York to to L A. Mm-hmm. And commercially, if you flew say you know business class or whatever that trip costs you $500, then that's what you're, 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 you're liable for. But you know full well, a private jet trip from New York to LA <laughs> is not $500. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we'd all be doing it. It's
4: mm-hmm.
0: not $500. <laughs> uh, riding on a luxury yacht, I'll take it to Staten Island Ferry, it's not a luxury yacht. Luxury yachts <laughs> cost a boatload of money. You taking You guys have all been on cruises mm-hmm yep All right. Your cruise may have cost you a couple of grand, and you took that trip with five thousand other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you took and, and you cruise on a boat and, with and five thousand other people and exactly.
3: the baby. And the baby, shoot You didn't was, take that boat, right? And listen, man, was bitching about it when you get back, and you didn't. I didn't know they was charging me for drinks. Like you, son of a <laughs> <mess>. <laughs> <laughs> The first time, I didn't know. Yeah. He's he's in some real hot water, our people, because he signed and the reminders. You can't get around getting those reminders. Uh, I signed it twenty years ago, but man, we reminded you once a year of what not to do. You're the twenty years. Twenty years, and God forbid he had to look at a case that fell into that category. Oh, God forbid he had to do that and make a decision. He's done.
2: This guy's done. No, he's not. Remember the line from The Godfather? I think Michael says it to uh uh to Tom Higgins. If history told us nothing else, he can kill anybody. If history told us nothing else, that this doesn't mean anything. We've seen Damn. this recently that you would think that things would be open and shut cases True. and they go away, or they just get moved to another venue or stretched out, or just not handled at all. So we logically True. think. Because we work in real world situations that if we had done those same things, that heck, I'd be out of... We, we have training seminars all the time about quid pro quo and and all these kind of... And if the same thing happened to me, I'd be unemployed. But right. you think this is a logical step. Hey, this, is, this doesn't get any more simple than this. this is Super so go justice. If anybody should know the law, you should know the law. And then they yes. always say, ignorance is not a defense of law. So he knows all these things and it just won't happen. So mm-mm, I would have wanted to because it should... But it won't. But yeah. wouldn't they
1: put this together with what his wife was saying about Trump and what could have, you know, certain what things that I they just passed? Say? I
2: understand. <laughs> if history <taught> us anything, <laughs> you can't, you can kill anybody. If history is hard anything, this will mean nothing. There'll be a bunch of things on the talk show. So CNN and MSNBC will say, yeah, 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 he's got to go, got to go. And Fox and Newsmatch will say, no, 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 this is another... Uh, uh, right wing not right uh, left wing liberal whatever the hell they think say radical radical left uh, thing to get out of judge and it will just go away in this in, in this environment of politics where you think something should be easy and understandable it just doesn't happen it's, it's the most and on both sides I mean don't sit there and we bang the left and, Or I me mean, bang right and bang, both sides are just as complicit in their ability to ignore things that a normal person couldn't ignore.
0: Allow me mm-hmm. to retort. <laughs> I think the, the essence of what you're saying is is mostly correct. I do, however, think that we have reached a funky point, uh, uh, an inflection point in terms of where we are in our politics. The fact that uh, we were talking off the air, Trump was indicted last week. Um, and he's facing, according to Fannie Willis, which I think there's a second indictment coming down at some time in May. Apparently, she was saying that she there was an election coming up locally for them, and she did not want to do it, uh, until after that election because they, you know, they they didn't want it to, to have the appearance of it being political. Um, so she's waiting. So that's happening in May. So there's going to be another indictment. The other case, the uh, uh, the uh, I forget the woman, uh, a Gene uh, Carroll case is moving forward. There's a few cases moving forward that are all going after in air quotes, the former president. Mm-hmm. So now you have that this insurrection story is, is happening because again, the special counsel is looking at the insurrection and the documents. When you look at the insurrection, you're going to have to look at Jenny Thomas. Everybody's dropping dime right now because I think is getting real real. It's getting real for for some of these people. Mark Meadows has been denied apparently there's a, there's a ruling that the former chief of staff can't claim um uh what was what's the uh, privilege?
2: Executive uh, privilege.
0: Executive privilege. He can't claim it. So that means he's in order to save himself, he's going to drop dime. <laughs> so <laughs> when he starts dropping dime and then he starts to drop dime and they go they're going to ask him, well, what about Jenny Thomas? You know, cause she was the
2: one that was emailing and texting him. Yeah, on, we know like, what her like, deal is. But right, here, so
0: we, the,
2: Okay, right. I'm sorry. But here's a re retort. We just said all that. But just like this uh they've uh this um Pence has been subpoenaed by uh I forget who he was subpoenaed by. So he's gonna say he's gonna testify. And then just today, um his Trump's lawyers have put an injunction in to stop that from happening. Once again, claiming executive privilege. This is not—we're not talking about regular people. Politicians are so full of crap that they operate on planes that they will stamp and down and swear up and down. That you know, the American people, the American people, my constituents, and then they act above all those things they uh, uh, allegedly say that they are for. So, what's going to happen is, no. what's going to happen is that when it comes to to uh, Rub me in the road. They're gonna just not do the things that they expect you, me, and the next person to do, Thank and you. and it'll just kind of go away of sorts. It will it will become stretched out, moved out. The only thing that'll I mean, like here's here's a simple thing: if you and I had done the same things and, and screamed in the house that like Trump did, was saying that the uh, judge is unfair and a, and brag is a this and that. We would be not only gagged, ordered, we would probably be indicted for uh, we'll be held in uh, libel and possible uh, slander and in contempt. But he's going to be able to say that. And his thin veil of, of an umbrella is that he's not ex President ex-president Trump. He is candidate Trump. Okay, fine. You're candidate Trump. That's fine. What's your candidacy have to do with you speaking out about the charges against you? But that's how he's going to be able to sit there and still say, say and spew all his. Lies and rhetoric and anger, because he can say I'm candidate Trump, so you can't gag order a candidate. Yeah, if and you, but you should be able to. You should let's say yeah, you can say talk about the politics of you know a Biden administration blah blah blah, but you can't sit there and say that the judge is against you. How's that got anything to do at all with your candidacy? But that's what's no, no, I, I'm,
0: I'm I'm not disagreeing with with the logic that you're 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 using. What I'm saying is that I think. Following this 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 indictment, I Open think the right. following the upcoming indictments, I think following this action we saw down in Tennessee, where they expelled these two uh, black lawmakers uh, the two Justins, they expelled the two justins in the Tennessee house
2: and left their bullshit,
0: there. and people are sitting there watching this. I think there is a moment right now in this country where we're starting to say wait a minute what is going on here and it's not just you know for the longest time people of color have been pointing out these things and saying well look man can't you see what's going on and for the longest time uh, the majority culture white folks have been able to say well no what do you mean it's, things are better aren't they but now it's so blatant so crazed so um, in your face that I think there is a moment. I just kind of feel it in the air. There's a moment where this Clarence Thomas bullshit is not going to be allowed to pass. This thing that happened in Tennessee, even though they control, they have a super majority, and they can do what they want to do. I think the people down there who watched it happen are like, "Whoa, this is this is hey, something something something's not cool about this." You know, uh, all of the the the, the right wing nonsense you're starting to see with this Fox News trial is coming up. I think people are starting to the, the 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 curtain has been pulled like Toto did in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> people are saying, wait a second, man, this there's some bullshit going on here. Yeah, I agree with you, Anthony. I think the people are really
1: getting tired of this bullshit. And, you know, they're they're grouping together to like you saying. We give these people the power to do what they're supposed to do, but now they're taking this power to another completely level to do what they want to do, not for the constituents or anything, but just for them and the people around them. And after a while, people start losing faith in the political system, and that's going to be the real major problem when they start voting, and they're going to say, we don't want none of them in there. We want to put who we want to put in there, or whatever it might be. But the faith in them is is being lost day by day by the actions that they take. Uh, it's just a sad state. You know, you put you put your faith in people and they just fail in you all the way around.
0: Well, one of the one of the things, I'll let you go there. One of the things I think that is is important to note is that the two people they expelled are both young men. They're under 30. These are mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are kids. And and are constituents. Big constituencies, and I think one is from Nashville, and the other one's from Memphis. from Memphis. Yeah, big constituency said, "Nah, we're gonna send these young fellas to the to to the state house." And when you look at the at their fellow representatives, you say, "Well, what's what, what's what's different about them relative to all the other representatives?" And the thing that is most obvious, the thing that is most obvious, is that they are, yeah, you know, obviously they're black. But the other thing is that how young they are, and I think what you're going to see is, is a lot more. There's a couple of young representatives from New York, guys who are in their 20s and 30s who are now representing districts in the city of New York. You're going to see a lot more of that because what we're seeing in the government is old white men who have lost uh, sight of what's important in the country.
3: And with this right. one, you know, you and, and with this case, you know, to uh, to have three of them and then the uh the one white lady of course the deck is stacked you know she gets to keep her job by uh by one vote and you're like well everybody did the, committed the same uh, infraction how is she still able to you know to keep her position but you know we 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 basically know how that goes but you know listening to you guys talking about how things are getting out of control in the words of Eddie Kane from the Five Heartbeats when he tells baby dog I think you're overstepping your boundaries <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> and that's that's where we are as a society, and people are tired of it. It's like you just can't blatantly keep doing these things and thinking we're gonna keep voting you into place, not with these young folks coming up, man. And when I watch those two young men speaking, and they know how to incite a crowd. They, I think by Wednesday, I think they're able to get voted back in or something like that. Right. If they, if they don't, it's going to be some problems down there. Come Wednesday afternoon, because they, they had me excited, and I'm all the way in New York. <laughs>
0: I'm telling you, know, you, you know I what I'm talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. What I thought about when I saw them vote these guys out of out of uh, office in a, in the most anti democratic way possible, because it is any any democracy. These guys are voted in by over 200,000 people, mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. that their, their constituents were 70, 000, about 150,000 people voted them men and they were voted out by 70 people. Something's wrong. 70 versus 150,000, there's something really, really wrong with the way that works. Uh, but I thought about the scene in Star Wars where, where Obi-Wan tells Darth Vader, if you strike me down, I'll come back more powerful than ever.
3: Right, <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's yeah. a fact. That's the that's fact, because now when these guys walk back in there, and they're going to walk, if they choose to walk, but they may say, you know what, I'm running for bigger office. Maybe I'm running for governor. Maybe I'm running for senator. Um, who knows? But should they go back, they're going to be, I mean, it's going to be kind of hard now. They, yes. They're going you know, to have the eyes of the world on them. And everything they say, everything they point out, they're going to they're gonna be a problem for these guys and and as i said it's, it's it's not just them it's i just think it's it's nationwide the fact that these guys were arguing about the reason they got they got drummed out of there was because they had the audacity to mm-hmm. call into question uh tennessee's gun laws exactly you know the just signed uh or i think it was like a, a, a open permit or, or uh, no permit carrier some nonsense mm-hmm. in the state of Tennessee. I forget what it was. Some egregious new gun relaxing legislation and he signed the legislation at the Beretta factory in Tennessee Mm -hmm. after people just got shot up. Babies. Babies. Babies Babies. Babies. Babies got shot up. Today we learned that there were two more mass shootings in two different cities as as we went to air today. So two more mass shootings in two different cities a week after this whole thing took place and people are saying well there's nothing we can do about it i think people have reached their tipping point so you may be right mark about uh old uncle ruckus parents <laughs> thomas <laughs> and whether or not they get him out of it i mean they he, they can't get him out of it they have to either no, impeach him a or 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 uh roberts has got to convince him to resign but i think when they lock his wife up That'll kind of be a moment, <laughs> right there. <laughs> where, or maybe, maybe, maybe he's hoping they lock exactly. up. I don't know. Or it should be. I, I, just, <laughs> I just don't trust that, it, that
2: it'll work. I mean, I know what logically I think should happen. I know what's is supposed to happen, but I've been in too many newsrooms where what you know is supposed to happen doesn't happen. No, no. no. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, and
0: again, I, I understand. I'm not, I'm not questioning the the rationale and the logic. Behind your argument i'm just saying i'm i'm putting this i'm putting this on a feeling I'm hooked on a feeling right now I'm just okay, saying right. that that something is going on out there in the ether that is kind of building, and I think people have reached the tipping point you know as as eddie kane said what what what'd you say would you say Eddie i think you're overstepping your
3: boundaries just <laughs> a little bit <laughs> Just a (laughs) (laughs) smidget.
0: That's where we are. Listen, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, make sure you do before they get us all off the air. Um, Make sure you find us (laughs) anywhere you listen to your podcast. I don't care where you listen, you can find us. And if you're too lazy to search for us, ask Alexa to play power to the people when you're in your car you get your brand new car have pandora play power to the people you can find us on social media and play power to the people facebook there's an action button right there on facebook where you can play power to the people or just hit the like that's fine we like the likes likes are good like us on on facebook you can also find us on twitter at power to the peeps p-o-w-e-l-l the number two the letters d-a P-E-E-P-S, Powell to the Peeps on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Comic Tony Powell on Twitter. I'm back. They finally let me back on, but I'm, I'm back with all the racists now. That's why they let me back on. They just let me back. You know, they, they opened the jail. I feel like the Mariellas, remember Scarface, where they just we cashed <laughs> open the jail and just let everybody Bloody back out. out. <laughs> that's, that's why, that's, that's that's my Twitter experience right now. They just let all the jailbirds back out and oh, we just God. running them up. Um, You can find us all on Instagram and you can find us back here next week where we'll see you then. So, until then, peace.
4: Peace.